The following podcast will contain spoilers and explicit language. Hello and welcome to episode 95 of... Yeah, it's that bad. My name is Joel. I'm Martin. And I'm Kevin. This is a show that looks at supposedly bad movies and asks the question, is it really that bad? And what that boils down to is that we look at movies that are Rotten Rotten Tomatoes and reevaluate that score. Does it really deserve to be that low? Tonight's movie is 1995's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. First sequence. Directed by Brian Spicer. Starring Jason David Frank, Johnny. Young Bosch, Steve Cardenas, Karan Ashley, Amy Jo Johnson, Woo. David Yost, Jason Narvi, Paul Schreier, Paul Freeman, and Nicholas Bell. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the Movie, also known as Power Rangers Movie, is a 1995 American superhero film based on the television series Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. This film currently holds a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what does it actually have on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Again? <laughs> that was a Freudian slip for sure because I typed out the score by hand. So <laughs> something deep inside me wants us to be at 95%. This movie actually holds a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. How about a plot synopsis? Six hotshot teenagers Tommy, Kimberly, Adam, Billy, Rocky, and Aisha have discovered the power to fight the forces of evil. A giant egg is unearthed and in Angel Grove, Lord Zed, Rita Repulsa, investigate the egg and release the creature inside. Ivan, Ooze, whom Zordon had trapped inside the egg 6,000 years ago. Once released, Ooze left to seek revenge on Zordon, and now Zordon in his crystalline deathbed is dying because he has no power. <laughs> Without the power, then Zordon of Eltar will never exist. Now, the fate of the universe <laughs> is in their hands, but this time, the Power Rangers head for a distant planet to meet up with bikini-clad warrior babe named Jolchea, who imparts ancient wisdom and power, but now that they have their powers back and becomes Power Rangers once more, they will now get back to business and defeat Ivan Ooze at all costs. <laughs> okay, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. Tonight's movie was sponsored by Jordan, and Jordan writes in and says, so since I donated 50 bucks, I guess I get to pick a movie. The movie I have picked is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. I think this is right up your alley. Holds a 45% around tomatoes, has a ragtag group of young rascals and a hand-touching scene you guys might find familiar. Anyways, hope you enjoy. And by the way, fart bending actually takes place in the legend of Korra and may be stronger than the gender-bending art that it seems at least one of you may have from Jordan. Know anything about this? Yeah, of course I do. I remember the fart bending scene from Legend of Korra. It's uh, one of Aang's kids. Okay, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. What is your history with this? Never seen it, but I do remember seeing the commercial with the White Ranger snowboarding out of an airplane and I was like wow that's pretty radical yeah I am never going to see this movie (laughs) (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog would later rip this scene off in Sonic Adventure 2 Kevin what's your history with this I've never seen this before I've never even seen this show before whoa 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 whoa. excuse me yeah I never I never watched this I know it existed and I've probably seen like five seconds of it here and there just changing the channels but I've never seen an episode of this show that's insane utter insanity what were you doing your homework or something loser I think this was I was too old for this I remember when this first came out a kid like a year younger than me that I knew was really into it and I had no interest in it I think I was like at, at the tipping point I was 
signature reference. Yeah, okay. 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 whatever. No, no, I, I have a similar experience with it. Like, I felt too old for this, and a kid in our grade had a really big, I guess, like, obsession with this, and he had toys, and everyone made fun of because, it, like, this was considered more of, like, a kid show. And we're not kids, we're grown-ups. I never watched this movie before. I had no interest in it, but I did watch the TV show. I have very distinct memories of me really disliking this show when I was younger, but I had to watch it because if you didn't, you wouldn't be part of the social commentary, which everybody else was having at the lunch table. So I forced myself to watch this crap because everybody else was talking about it. So to not watch it, well, to not watch it would be social suicide. And I wasn't about to do that. This must have been a more conformist Joel because Joel that I first met, he was not this kid. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Not this kid at all. I was young and foolish. What did I know? I guess the Joel, the Joel I met was complete trailblazer. Yeah. Real rebel. Shooting star. Burning bright. What I remember very specifically about the Power Rangers TV show that really put the last nail in the coffin into me not liking the show was the fact that I realized that every day when I was watching the show, I would notice at the exact same time the Power Rangers would beat the villain. So at the 20 minutes in, at the exact 20 minute in mark, they would beat the villain every single time. And I must confess, as minor research for this episode, I didn't just want to watch this movie cold. So on Netflix, they have the TV show. So I went back and I watched an episode of the original show just to get a little taste of what this used to be like. Mm-hmm. Whew, that was uh, <laughs> that was something else. For those who are curious, I watched one of the Green Ranger episodes. Did that he, was pretty fun. Did he have his flute? He did, he did, he did. I remember thinking that that was really cool at the time because every TV show for kids during that era, the heroes would always win. So it was cool to see the heroes lose for five episodes in a row because it was a week-long event. I thought that was pretty cool. I like, don't even they, know what you're got, talking they, about. The, the Power Rangers got their asses kicked by this new character, which is something that never happened on that show. They never would lose ever. So the fact that they would lose to this new guy made it interesting for me. But that's about it. That's where my history with this show ends. And then they eventually killed him? They slaughtered him and they ate his bones. Catch him, kill him. Okay, let's do it. We always do the top of the show. We'll discuss these actors one huh? by one. <laughs> See what you <laughs> thought they did? <laughs> Is there anyone in this cast of characters at all worthy of your praise? Yes. Ivan Ooze. That guy was great. Yeah, he was the only actor in this movie. He was legitimately acting. I have no idea who that guy was. He was good. When he came on the screen and started acting, it was like a breath of fresh air. He made everyone else on the screen, all those stupid teenagers, <laughs> all these stupid ad- adults that are in these giant bebop and rocksteady costumes, <laughs> the really super annoying woman with the pointed bra, thing, whoever the hell that was. They were all terrible. Wow. I can't believe you are so content to wallow in your own ignorance and not watch the 40 versions of Power Rangers that exist. (laughs) (laughs) I think Ivan Ooze was okay. I'm not going to say he was good. By the way, his name is Paul Freeman. I'm willing to bet he's an actual actor. He is. Right? Because he's not from the show. Like They probably brought in an actual actor for the movie, but they were stuck with the crappy actors from the TV show for the rest of the parts? Yeah, for the most part. What I thought was interesting that there's like six Power Rangers. Half of them are new people. So I only watched the beginnings of the Power Rangers. I never bothered to extend my viewing into like the spinoffs or I never saw how the original series ended. I just didn't care. So when this started, I was really surprised to see that the Black Ranger, the Red Ranger, and the Yellow Ranger, they're all different. Like I was shocked. I'm like, who are these new people? I don't care about these people. The guy who's the Black Ranger, apparently, he's a voice actor and has done 10 trillion animes that Martin has seen all of them. Of course. And I, yes, I, I know them very well. You didn't like the voice of Rita Repulsa? The lady with the pointy boobs? Terrible. Ah! 
Harold. That's my reader repulsa. It's pretty good, actually. Oh, thanks. What about Lord Zed? Oh, was that um He was like muscles guy. Oh, yeah, he was terrible too. What about Bulk and Skull? Bebop and Rocksteady? Sure. Yeah, they're terrible. Really? I thought Bulk and Skull were were okay. They they added some much needed drama What to about the guy movie? that plays Zordon or Alpha? Ay ay ay! Didn't you like the ay ay ay's? If I heard ay 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 one more time, <laughs> it was gonna blow my brains out. I'm gonna say this much. The Red Ranger, Yellow Ranger, and the Black Ranger are a bunch of dopes. Yeah, all the new people that they got, they dopes. stunk. And it's no accident that they had barely had anything to say in this movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Every ranger stunk. They were all terrible. None of them stood out. All right. I'm going to go as far as say that the white ranger, the guy who used to be the green ranger, Jason David Frank, he's the only guy in this crew of ragtag misfits that looked like he knew what the hell he was doing. I'm going to go this far and I'm going to compare their acting to a comparable type of show that they would be cast into. Jason is at soap opera level acting. Okay. Then you have the pink ranger and- Who would later show up in Felicity. Yeah. The pink ranger and the blue ranger they're at like weather person acting where they're gonna tell you like oh it's gonna be sunny today and they smile then the other rangers are just a bunch of gymnasts that dance around in the background of music videos i said it's that 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 just is not anything it's just not acting no love for the white ranger no i have none ivan ooze is the only one i care about okay that's funny because i didn't care for ivan ooze (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty much it let's get into the brief history of mighty Morphin power rangers movie the tv shows are known for using the action scenes from the Super Sentai series in Japan. But Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie was the first Power Rangers feature to use 100% new and original material. I actually wondered about that while we were watching it. Walter Jones, Toy Trang, and Austin St. John, the original black, yellow, and red Power Rangers were originally set to star in the movie, but ultimately weren't included because they were let go due to their contract dispute with the TV show. Each of the Power Rangers' new movie costumes weighed 40 pounds, and the actors had to film sometimes as long as 10 hours a day in their Power Rangers uniforms. Due to the long hours of filming, the 40-pound Power Rangers suits that the actors had to wear caused back pain to co-stars Amy Jo Johnson and Karen Ashley. Mariska Hardigay originally replaced Gabriella Fitzpatrick during filming because Fitzpatrick was diagnosed with ovarian cyst, which had to be removed immediately in an operation. Starting in November 1994, Several weeks of Hardigay's filming had taken place at the Chinese gardens at Darlin Harbor. When the crew thought that Hardigay didn't seem right for the role after filming her scenes, she was fired and Fitzpatrick got the part back in January 1995 after she had recovered from her operation. Was that the the bikini? Yeah. Woman? I'm actually familiar with Mariska Hardigay. She's like on one of those CSI Law & Order shows, yeah. whatever. Originally, the crew felt that the total covering of the Power Rangers faces removed any ability to express emotions. So initially shooting took place using the actors in costume with no visors on the helmets. However, they realized that this was a mistake and re- and realized that the Power Rangers in morphed mode are not supposed to show emotion, but rather were supposed to be powerful fighting force. To correct the error, the action scenes were reshot the next month with the visors added back on. Johnny Young Bosk actually did all his own stunts in the movie, including the morphed fight scenes. His stuntman was injured at time and couldn't do any work for the film, so Bosch gratefully accepted their offer to replace him. Okay, and finally, this is the very first theatrical feature film 
film to premiere on the Fox Kids Network. Now that's important. That's really big. Okay, guys, this movie had a budget of $15 million, but how much did it make worldwide? 50 mil. 100. $66 million. Martin wins. So this movie was considered to be a bit of a failure because the show is so popular. Okay, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. So this movie starts out in typical Yes, That Bad Faction. I was getting a little worried. It's been a long time since the movie has started out this way. But what do we get? <laughs> Intro with scrolling text and a voiceover to boot on a black screen. <laughs> <laughs> I was angels. <laughs> angels were crying. I was happy to have it. Oh, so it, was, it was beautiful. I was like, "Thank God." Yeah. Well, just like Avatar: The Last Airbender, you were happy to have this little primer. No, no, for totally different reasons. I was just like, "Perfect. This is exactly how this movie should start." Finally, we're getting back to our roots. Yeah. We, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, we've strayed off the path. Yeah, we're back on the path to righteousness. Movies actually just starting with actual scenes? Crazy. Yeah, get that out of here. <laughs> yeah, Text no. and narration. That's how a movie should start. <laughs> I want I want them to assume that I'm so dumb that I can't read, and they got to read it to me. Good stuff. Oh, by the way, Kevin, what's going on with your voice? I don't know. I really don't know at this point. I was sick like over a week ago. I lost my voice completely, and it still hasn't recovered. You're another victim of hurricane. Sandy. Yeah, I sure am. All right, so I was real happy to get the skydive scene that I've been craving in all my movies, snowboard skydive, with a little red hot chili peppers action. That was awesome. And what was especially uh, interesting for me was how everybody had to say something asinine before they jumped out of an airplane. Yeah, the, uh, the, the red guy, <laughs> he screams out, Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> that was awesome. It's awful. It's like, surf's up, bro. Out and jump out of this plane. What did you think of the special effects of them? Special effects of, of them skydiving. What did you think of the scene? I, Specifically, what did you think of the stuntmen that were skydiving and then when it cut to close-ups of their faces while they were skydiving? This movie's a joke. Flat, like, right out the gate, this is a joke. It, it, I can't even get a minute into this movie without being blown away by how ridiculous this thing is. It's laughable. I just listened to you guys review SWAT, which from your review was pretty much just one-liners and montages. Yeah. Yep. And right off the break, this movie starts with a bunch of one-liners and a skydiving montage. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> Am I being punished for not doing last week's episode? So did you appreciate the Red Hot Chili Peppers playing? Apparently, this song also played during the pilot episode of the series or something like that. Really? Whatever. Yeah, according to the notes here, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, <yeah. laughs> according to the notes, who cares? You know, it's funny, like, before we got into this review, right, I kept thinking back to Return to Oz, because like, that's a movie that none of us saw in our childhood, so we were really harsh on it. Yeah. So I was expecting to go into this being really super lenient. <laughs> Towards the Power Rangers because I, I grew up with this show. I absolutely grew up watching it. I did. This could be Return to Oz for me. Yeah, so I expected to be super lenient towards it. But while I was watching this thing, I was sharpening my knives. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh boy. <laughs> this thing is is a disaster area. <laughs> <laughs> I just spit my water out. It, it, it is literally a disaster area. This th this film was hit by Hurricane Katrina. Am I? And Hurricane Sandy. You mean Hurricane Andrew? <laughs> All right. So little did I know, it turns out that this skydive scene, this intro, is not pointless and arbitrary. Right? It has a reason. It has a reason. They're on the Angel Grove High School <laughs> skydive team. 
So you guys all had skydiving teams in your high schools, right? I was on it. I was point guard on my skydive team. <laughs> it was apparently the jumpathon, right? That's what that sign said. It, it was, was the Angel Grove jumpathon. Listen, I think it's pretty cut and dry. Once Tommy hit that bullseye with his snowboard and like snowboarded all <laughs> over true. the freaking target, that was it. It was over. That's true. I mean, he got the high five from the stupid kid and his dad came over. It was great. Yeah, then we get to see the, they're not really the villains of the series. They're more like the, they're the bumbling team. buffoons of the series, like the Laurel and Hardy kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, they're the team rocket of this series. That's a good one. Bulk and Skull, for whatever reason, they're also on the Angel Grove skydiving team. Even though to all indications of what I remember of those guys, they would be the last people to do any kind of extracurricular activity stuff. So they're like bullies and they're up there in the airplane with them. As far as I'm concerned, it looks like they committed suicide. <laughs> they, 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 they jumped out of the plane like there's... <laughs> the one guy had no shoot on. Yeah, pretty much. Like their parachutes weren't even tied or whatever. So they yeah. just killed themselves. <laughs> yeah, no, their parachutes, it wasn't even that they weren't tied. They were putting like the shoulder packs on right as they're jumping out. Like that ripped right off their, their body. They just killed themselves. So they, I guess, splattered into the ground. Okay, so next we, we, we get a pretty radical Mighty Ducks 2 scene where they're rollerblading around town. Yeah, they're all wearing matching <laughs> uniforms. They're all in white, white rollerblades, short shorts, especially on the men. Oh, yeah. A little too short for my tastes. <laughs> you know what? At this point, literally nothing has happened and except they're doing exciting stuff, but all I can think is this movie is boring. It's just boring. Nothing is happening. I don't know who these people are, so I don't... It's like I'm watching a YouTube video of people running around. It doesn't mean anything. Well, I'm going to defend the movie. We're only like three minutes in at this point. <laughs> We've already seen a skydiving montage and now we're on to rollerblading. Look, as soon as I saw the rollerblading, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I can show my kids one day so that they know what the 90s were like. Yeah, but it's like I'm watching a, f- a five minute long Capri Sun commercial. Like, it's not like I'm emotionally invested in like liquid cool. Uh, I kind of am, but I, it's not because of the commercial. Kevin's right. This is like a documentary. This is a slice of the time. Yeah. This is what it was like. You're too young, Martin, to remember the 90s, but Kevin and I are much older than you and we were there for the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, so again, I'm going in, I have no knowledge whatsoever of what's going on here, but I'm noticing that these kids, I know that they're, obviously they're the Power Rangers. They each are wearing their, their Power Ranger color. Yeah, just like in their the, skydiving. The Turtles. So I'm thinking, okay, everyone knows they're the Power Rangers then. This isn't a secret. Apparently it is. They just, you know, I assumed it was a secret because I seem to recall in the TV show them having to keep it a secret, I guess. But at the end of this movie, this stupid little kid goes up to them and is talking to them about becoming a ranger himself, yeah. which implies that everybody knows who they are. Not uh, only that, they're all, I guess, ar- arranged and set up at this ceremony that says, thank you, Power Rangers, with like fireworks at the end. I still don't think anyone knows it's them. I don't know how they wouldn't. All they do is wear their Power Ranger color all day long. Yeah. No one's going to realize that these six kids are all wearing their Power Ranger colors. How this little kid find out? They never interacted with him ever, but they, they knew who he, they were. I mean, I'm guessing everyone knows because throughout the entire movie, they'll just be walking down the street crowded, and then all of a sudden it's like, boop, 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 and then they teleport. Like, Oh, by the way, th- I think this is important. We never did this, so there are people in the world who don't know what the Power Rangers are, who they are, and what they stand for. Why don't you take it away? Who are the Power Rangers? The Power Rangers are a, a, a group of teenagers that were cherry-picked. Cherry-picked by this hovering face in a tube. He's like the Wizard of Oz. And he's like, oh, Power Rangers, I need you to fight Rita Repulsa, who is a space witch. 
She uses her magical abilities to create these giant monsters from in 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 the original like clay, kind of like these golem things. She sends them. Yeah, she's using ancient Judeo scriptures. Judeo scriptures, and she she writes the true name of God on the back of these clay stupid demon. Yeah, no, but she she makes these things and she sends them down to Earth and they destroy the city and these Power Rangers just come and they fight them and they win. It's essentially a ripoff of Voltron. Yeah, so for those who've never seen this series, try to imagine like if you've ever seen what Ultraman looks like or something like that or or just imagine like a, a guy in a giant monster rubber suit like Godzilla stomping around in a little set and he fights another guy in a giant rubber suit of a robot. That's what the Power Rangers kind of looks like. What is everyone's motivation here? To protect Angel Grove, the town that they're in, from being destroyed by monsters. Why do these monsters specifically want to attack Angel Grove? Because that that Space Needle thing is just a structure that they find unattractive. They want to take it down. In this movie, they make it seem like Ivan Ooze, who's the villain, he has a grudge against Zordon, who is their master. Yeah, I know what his his motivation was clear. I didn't know what anyone else was. You know, quite frankly, looking back on those glory days of mine, I really don't remember. So they're just evil. For the sake of being evil, yes. Oh, I mean, they're cartoonish villains. They're over the top and stupid. And the monsters that they would fight every week would be stupid, like a giant pig. I saw that Brian Cranston was the villain twice on this show. No, he wasn't. Yeah. That's so? Wikipedia. Uh, all right. <laughs> he was like cooking giant meth? Yeah, the giant meth creature. In 1993, Brian Cranston provided the voice for the Snizzard and the Twin Man. There you go. Kevin, you did it again. Having stuff like that on your resume is like having a rap sheet, like you spent time in prison. <laughs> so it cuts to this construction site in the middle of the city where this construction crew, they're just kind of digging some stuff up and they find this giant sewer plate, I guess is the best description of it. Yeah, sure. They crack this thing open, find out what's inside. It looks ancient, by the way, and you think you'd want an archaeologist to check that out? You, you wouldn't want a, just a construction crew to rip this thing open. Yeah, a ragtag team of construction workers that use their crane to rip it out of the ground. So they open this thing up and this giant hand comes out holding an Easter egg. Big purple egg. Yeah. Well, one of the construction workers taps the egg and gets zapped by electric lightning. And this is the first time we see electric lightning in this movie. And we're going to get a lot of this electric Emperor Palpatine Star Wars lightning effect. It looks horrible. This egg opens up, not even like it's an egg at all, more like it's some kind of pod. Yeah. And there is a disgusting mucus substance in the bottom of it. And we're treated to some of the worst computer graphics I've ever seen. Yes, yeah, so this goo expands and contracts and it's moving and pulsing and it eventually turns into it's like computer but it looks like clayish it's terrible yeah, looking it's horrible and it turns into this big purple dude i remember watching this and i at first i thought it looked like chewed bubble gum solidifying into a human being this looked like sub playstation one era crap i would say sega cd quality sega 32x <laughs> okay thank you another check in the con column for this movie in my opinion you didn't like the bubbling ooze bloop, 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 bloop. CG effect? This is uh, back in the heyday of ooze. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they just... There was, no matter where there you turn, there was ooze. of the ooze. There was gack in every store. <laughs> Flum didn't come out yet, but that was on its way. Wow, good point. <laughs> and they make creepy crawlers out of goo. You couldn't buy an action figure without it coming with like a case of ooze. I had that when I was a kid. It looked like Ninja Turtles. Ghostbusters, I had, I had, like, Ninja the, Turtles. I had like the goo playset with the t- Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Well, it turns wow. out that Ivan <laughs> Ooze... day of ooze. His first gripe with being resurrected is the horrible smells of teenagers. Yeah, you can smell
smell teens from a mile away. It smells like teen spirit. Yeah. Teen dream. I don't blame it, man. Teenagers stink. They do. They smell That's a bad. fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Well, this this gets us. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way. I think calling the Power Rangers teens is a stretch of the imagination, no matter what universe you're in. Yeah. They're at least 35 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, they're around 35. <laughs> See, this ooze guy shows up. Doesn't he say he's been trapped in there for 2,000 or 6,000? 6,000 years. The Power Rangers show up. Six trillion years. And he's like, I don't have my autograph book. How does he know what an autograph book is? He seems to be omniscient because he pops out of there and he's referencing, there's so much evil I missed. The Spanish Inquisition. The Brady Bunch reunion. Oh, get it? Ha ha ha. You were laughing hysterically, right? How does he even know how to speak English? They had English 6,000 years ago. Is he a god? Yes. Is that the answer here? Because he creates life. He does. Right? Like Like it's nothing. So then I want to talk about these things he makes. Go ahead. So he makes these little clone goo things. Sure. Right? But they're like little monsters. They they have their own minds, right? Like they act independent of each other and of Ivan Ooze. Right. Correct. He's created life. Are the Power Rangers murderers? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. This brings up some heavy stuff. The Power Rangers are bloodthirsty killers. That's why Zordon picked them. They have an insatiable bloodlust that can only be satisfied by murdering multiple people every day. What really bothered me about this scene when Ivan Ooze made these creatures is when the Power Rangers come to investigate. They come in riding like a rainbow. It, it looks like this rainbow shape when they teleport in. It's like the it's more reading rainbow. you know. Like that. It looks awful. What do you got against the rainbow? Yeah, taste the rainbow, Kevin. <laughs> It looked like the, the the rainbow was strafing back and forth across the screen, like it was like somebody took like a piece of transparent plastic and put it over the. Yeah, the, and it was like sliding around on the screen. It's terrible. It just looked really cheap, like cheap TV quality cheap. It's a TV show. This is a movie. It's right there in the title, the movie. This is a cash grab. What about a land grab? <laughs> Can we have one of those too? As long as we don't get into a war over an oil grab, I expected more from Saban. Okay. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. About There's no deke. That's for damn oh, sure. for sure. <laughs> okay, so we're then treated to the Power Rangers and they're going around trying to find Ivan Ooze and we get another fight scene in, a, I guess, what is a parking garage. So they've morphed, I guess. Yeah, so the There's Power... several levels of morphing. Yeah, so the Power Rangers have the ability that they're, at first, they're just normal teens, but they have these things on their belts that they, they pull them out and they go, it's morphing time, and then they turn into these superheroes, essentially. In the TV show, they always make a big deal about it. They like, they scream, you know, it's morphing time. In this movie, they look so bored while they were morphing, right? Yeah. Yeah, they just stared at the camera like somebody was pointing a gun at them. And they're like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's morphing time. Well, maybe it's because they had the, it was the second time they were filming it, right? They had to film all these action sequences over again, like yeah. you said in the notes. So, not sure my heart would be in it that second time either. Yeah, I guess so. But that's like the scene that, if you're going to nail one scene, it should be this. Because that's the one where the little kids in the theater are going to start bouncing off the walls going crazy. It's morphing time, right? That's like the money yeah. shot of this thing. It's funny because in the original TV series, their costumes were more like skin tight latex or spandex kind of. These were heavy leather. Yeah. It, to me, their new movie costumes, they look like fully grown action figures. Yeah. Like really sharp angles, really stiff, their movements. It looks stupid. Particularly the Pink Ranger, they gave her this super Jay Leno chin for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It looks so weird. This movie was designed obviously to make money, but more to 
sell toys, I think. Absolutely. It's toyetic like Batman and Robin was, if you remember that, or Batman yeah. Forever or whatever. Let's redesign the Power Rangers costumes. Check. New toy. They redesign their robots at the end. Check. New toy. They get new costumes in the middle of the movie. There's a whole another series of toys. Ivan Ooze figures and his bad guys. You're right. Cash grab. For sure. Yeah, but you're right. They, they did look like action figures with their movement. Like, they kept doing these things with their fists. Like, raising their fists up. Karate chopping the air. Yeah, that's... Like, uh, like a G.I. Joe Kung Fu grip kind of action? Yeah, they were constantly doing that. I mean, Why? they did that in the show, and the show was designed to sell toys, what I understand. And there was this, that terrible added sound effect of, like, <laughs> swishing every time they move their arm. Sure did. As if, like, they're cutting through the air they're moving at, at the supersonic speed. Of... <laughs> speed. <laughs> yeah, they're moving at the speed of light. Okay, so during this fight scene, there's a lot of impossible physics going on. Oh, no, there's no physics. Physics is thrown out the window. They're yeah. spitting at Isaac Newton during this entire movie. <laughs> Someone forgot to pay the physics bill in this <laughs> scene. Specifically, I thought the Blue Ranger was doing some stuff that I've never seen anyone ever do in a movie before. He was twirling around through the air at bizarre, obtuse angles. There's a moment where he uses a grappling hook to fly across the, the room. Oh, yeah. So the way it looked, the best way I can describe the way it looked, try to imagine a person being suspended in the air by wires, right? Yeah. And so... From it, like their waist. From like their waist, right? So they're, they're they're just hanging in the air, practically like they're vertical. <laughs> Yeah, they're like standing. <laughs> Yet the the rope he's he's holding is at a forty five degree angle, <laughs> and he's being in his pulled. one hand. In his hand, in his one hand. <laughs> <laughs> his one hand isn't angled up; it's angled straight forward. <laughs> but he's moving up. He's moving up. Yeah. So the rope is at a forty five degree angle. Yet his body is perfectly straight in the air. <laughs> Yet he's moving upward. It looks awful. <laughs> it's like there's no weight at all to this. I was laughing. Like, this was funny. This is so bad, it's funny. Yeah, I agree. I and was laughing just, at this. It, he just, looks like someone moving around on a spacewalk, right? <laughs> like, like he's in outer space. <laughs> These didn't give a crap. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is just blatant. Like, almost like they went out of their way to make this look stupid. <laughs> There's no way that this happened by mistake. They they wanted it to look as dumb. Okay, so, but this wasn't the most ridiculous part of this scene for me. The most ridiculous part of the scene was something called the uh, the double whammy. And that's where the red... <laughs> <laughs> The Red Ranger and the Black Ranger side off on two opposing ends of of the parking garage fight area that they were in and run towards the center where there is a bad guy and they do a double-sided kick. And we are no longer in this movie anymore. Now we're in a cartoon. This person's head squishes to 2D flatness and his eyes kind of like explode out of his head in this bizarre cartoon effect. It was Roger Rabbit style. It was unbelievable. Do you like this, Kevin? No, this is terrible. And the whole time I'm like, these effects are terrible. I mean, it's heavy stuff, right? For a kid's movie? They're killing people. Yeah, they might be goo, evil villain people, but they're killing. Would they have killed Ivan Ooze? I, I hope so. He was, he was made a him pay. suicidal maniac. Homicidal. Genocidal. He's regicidal. He's killing kings and queens. He's pulling inf- infanticide. It's hard. Autocide. Yeah, he's killing himself in a car. <laughs> well, it looks... <laughs> Ivan Ooze... Is gonna ooze his way over to Zordon's very futuristic modern palace that he has, and he just kind of oozes his way through the cracks in this door. It was very Vigo Ghostbusters 2 style. Oh, yeah. He gets inside, and Zordon is completely helpless. He is a baby in a tube. Zordon sucks. He sucks hardcore. For sure. He's this giant floating face who's apparently in a time warp in another dimension or some crap. He's doing the time warp. He's doing the time warp, Rocky Horror. 
He sucks. His face looks stupid. Yeah, so... He's creepy looking. He is, right? Ivan Ooze breaks in and he destroys this place. I couldn't have been happier. And apparently it brings Zordon into our dimension because he clearly states that he's in another dimension like multiple times in this movie. Yeah. So I guess it pulls him into our world. But being here is detrimental to him and he's aging rapidly. He looks like a weak, 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 weak. scrotum-faced old man. It can't be said any other way. This guy looks like a wrinkled ball sack. He looks like a 180-year-old <laughs> man's testicles. It's it disgusting. Like, it looks like a young Benjamin Button. Yeah. There you go. After Ivan Ooze destroys Zordon, the Power Rangers decide that they have to go to another planet to try and get the power back. This sucked so hard. I can't even compute how much I dislike this. A huge portion of this movie is spent with the Power Rangers on another planet just screwing around in this jungle world uh-huh. doing useless crap with this Amazonian woman. It's so pointless. This whole series of events exists for the sole purpose of the Power Rangers getting a new costume so Saban and Bandai or whoever can sell new toys in 1995. This sucked. I hated this. It's blatant the way that they did it. They're like, we're just selling toys. We don't have to write a script. And it was just like shoved in my face. Like, hey, <laughs> this movie sucks and we know it sucks. You gotta watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot for you're, watching You're an it. idiot for watching. I'm gonna disagree. Yeah? Okay, counterpoint. I'm gonna say that if they didn't do something like this, this could be a movie. How do you stretch what's normally a 22 minute show into an hour and a half? You write a story. Yeah, got a plot. No, with the people that are involved in this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, all right. I, I don't know. And also, if they don't go to that other island, we don't get to see the Amazonian bikini chair. Oh, they wanted the 10-year-old boy sex appeal level? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have enough power, just enough power, <laughs> to send the Power Rangers <laughs> to this other planet across the universe. These kids are suicidal, right? They, they clearly state, that's it. We can get you there. But if you fail, you ain't coming back. <laughs> come back. This old, decrepit man is going to die, but you'll be okay. This this guy should die. What, is he live forever? I mean, it, it, it gets them out of this, this endless parade of constantly fighting evil people, right? It's a good point. They just retire on this other world? Yeah. Not only that, it seems to me that a lot of these people exist solely for destroying Zordon. Get this guy out of the way. That's true. Here's a question he, for you. He brings evil. He does. Yeah. Get, get rid of him. No, that's that's a fact. He's like... <laughs> He attracts evil to... He's like the Transformers. They they attract all this trouble with wherever they go. But here's a question for you. So this Amazonian woman, she's the one who kind of grants the Power Rangers their new abilities and their new uniforms and stuff. So in the original TV series, the Power Rangers each were assigned colors and dinosaurs to them. So the Red Ranger was a T-Rex and so on and so on and so on, whatever. And those were the kind of creatures that they piloted. In the TV show, like the Red Ranger rode around... In a T-Rex robot. You know, gotta sell more toys. Well, they weren't dinosaurs. They were just extinct animals, right? Because there was a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever. In this... There was a dodo bird. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In this story, they are just commonplace everyday animals. There's their ape, frog, crane, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? This woman is on a planet on the other side of the universe. Yep. What the hell does she know about Earth's biosphere? Does she actually know knows not only what these animals are, but the names that Earthlings have given them. Well, they clearly had the same dinosaurs on that planet. Not only that, she turns to an owl. That's she true. turns into an owl, yeah. Turns, why do they have an owl on that planet? How did that happen? Well, how is she human? What? I hate this movie. <laughs> 
What are they trying to say? That they seeded life on Earth? That they brought animals yeah, to Earth? Yeah, it's just like Prometheus. There you go. So while the rangers are off on this other planet, Ivan Ooze goes to visit the other evil people. <laughs> of this guy. And we get one of our staples. We get a sweet double cross. Yeah, Lord Zed even says, no one double crosses Lord Zed. I started laughing and cackling, <laughs> cheering, slapping my knees. It's, like, it's been a while since a good double cross. <laughs> and, and Actually, no, it hasn't. We, we had one in no, SWAT. We, yeah, we have one. <laughs> but how often do you get a double cross? And it's actually called out. Yeah. You're double crossing me. That just goes to the quality of the writing in this, right? I guess so. So Ivan Ooze, once again, he plays God and he creates life. He hocks a loogie, which turns into a bunch of these flying bird people. I like, didn't understand this at all. Like the when he made other purple ooze men, mm-hmm. that makes sense because Ivan Ooze is an ooze monster guy. But now he's making these giant bird men with feathers out of a spit. Illogical. It doesn't make any sense at all. No. Not only that, but these bird men fly on their leather wings through the empty void of the ether of space. Yeah, it's a man bat on leather wings. <laughs> On leather <laughs> Somehow they're able to glide on solar winds. <laughs> what? How are they flying in the void of space? Ten trillion light years away where the pirates are. I don't know how they knew where they were, but they that's went even, there. That's not the biggest problem with that scene. <laughs> The, okay, I can accept that the Power Rangers get to this other planet because they're like a beam of light. Who knows? They're like bending space time. I can make myself believe that if I try a little bit. But like they're, how are they, how they're, is that happening? They're you're flapping, flying, you're their, flapping wings. their stupid ass wings through space. Not just that, but they're clearly just men, normal men yeah. in costumes with stupid feathers dangling from their arms. Uh-huh. They don't even try to make them look like Icarus or like angels or something. They're not aerodynamic at all. Nope. These organisms, whatever, these guys dressed up as birds, find the Power Rangers. They flap their stupid wings and land on this other planet. They get in a fight. This Amazon woman comes out with screamer sticks. Like, they're just making whistly noises and it scares them, I yeah, guess. Yeah, she's got devil sticks in the quad. She's putting on a real <laughs> show with her hacky sack. Yeah, everybody is really excited. The... <laughs> These bird men get scared by the noise of these sticks and they fly back. They fly all the way back across the universe. <laughs> To, to Ivan Ooze. What? You get went all that way. You're going to give up because of whistling sticks? I also like this. When those birds come back, Ivan Ooze like murders them. He, <laughs> he blows yeah. them up. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Don't you need lackeys and henchmen to help you? Not, <laughs> Why get rid of these guys? Not only that, he created them. This, he just sucks at creating things then. Well, let me get down this wild tangent where Ivan Ooze decides to enslave all the parents of Angel Grove. He becomes like a wizard at a carnival and he's selling purple gack to kids. And somehow that's his roundabout plan to infect the parents or whatever. What did, specifically parents. What do you think of this? It's very confusing because he's already proven he can create lackeys without any issue at the drop of a hat. Why does he need the parents? Why does he need the parents? Why not just create an army of your little ooze people or your little bird people and have them do whatever the hell they were doing? He uses the parents' 
of Angel Grove as a construction force. Okay, so while this stupid ooze subplot is going on on Earth and they're building these stupid insect machines for Ivan Ooze, we're back. The Rangers are back on this stupid planet where apparently the power of the universe is held in this turd skyscraper that's coming out of the Earth. I what? What is the power of the universe? I oh, mean, this, oh, oh. this this sounds like it's the most <clears throat> epic, powerful thing ever. Why is the power of the universe just in this little mountain on this planet? Why is it not really guarded by anything? What's going on here? I don't know. Why wouldn't Ivan Ooze want that? This, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> this this is just a... a <laughs> This movie is lazy. It's a lazy movie. Well, let's just fast forward to the end of this thing. Apparently, when the Power Rangers come back to Earth, we get to see what Ivan Ooze has been up to all along. He built these giant death machines. Well, wait, 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 wait. The Power Rangers get the power of the universe. It's just Zords. Which are? New, new toys for them to sell? It's like a bear Zord, a... What is it, a frog? What, why a frog? What was that about? What, what, I don't understand where those things... Those things were on the, the other planet? Yeah, that, that weird thing came out of the mountain. <laughs> It had like a medallion with the animals on it. Yeah, when the obelisk thing burst open, these CG animals started flying oh, out of the air like they were God. Patronuses or something. It was piss mark performance. Yeah, but I'm confused because then they just like, they like teleport back off that planet back to Earth, right? Right. But it's just them. And then they get back and they got these machines. Where did those machines come from? They're in their hearts. I don't know. Part of the power force. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? What I thought was really interesting about this is that in the Power Rangers TV show, they always fought guys in rubber suits. So there was an actual person fighting against an actual thing. When their robots all came together and formed like the Voltron equivalent, it was just like another guy in a suit. So as stupid as that is, it still looked pretty cool. I mean, for what it was. Mm -hmm. In this movie, it was pure CG from beginning to end. The robots are CG. The monsters they're fighting are CG. I thought this looked awful. Just awful. And it got to the point where Ivan Ooze got pissed off that the Power Rangers were beating his machines. So he kind of infected or possessed one of his machines and became super Ivan Ooze. Part Ivan Ooze, part robot. Kevin, what did you think of the effects here? This is atrocious. I mean, I'm struggling to think of a movie that I've seen that has had worse effects than this. And not even that, it's just... Even for the era, right? Oh yeah, for sure. It took me out of the movie so much. Like, I've never cared less about anything ever in my entire (laughs) life. I didn't care what was happening. It's just this ugly CG battle that it was like I was I was playing a Nintendo game. 64. Not even. <laughs> this is 8-bit. It reminded me of Beast Wars, the TV series. It looked just like that. It was very, very bad. I can get on board with that comment. That's spot on. It, it, it looked like... Season 1 Beast season Wars. Season 1 Beast Wars. Okay, well, while this fight scene is going down, this stupid side story about the parents apparently is going on uh, where, <sighs> where Ivan is oh, go yourself and they're gonna go jump off a construction site cliff this was just put into pander t- to kids because the scene starts out with these kids at a party and it's like kids rule parents drool Ooh. pretty much and then the kids have to get together and stop the parents from jumping off a cliff which they can't do <sighs> Just such a waste. Why didn't Ivan Ooze just kill them? The parents? Yeah. He's, he's lazy. Clearly, he's lazy. He has lightning come out of his fingertips. Like, it's nothing. And Martin's Boom. right. Like, exactly. that little kid that we spent all this time following, he's just an audience 
surrogate. Yeah, for sure. I've never liked this concept because would you rather be Robin or Batman? Batman. Simple question, right? Nobody wants to be Robin. So that theory of, oh, the kids will have someone to relate to is garbage because even when you're a little kid, you don't want to be Robin. You want to be Batman. Same thing goes here. Like, you don't want to be this stupid kid running around with the Power Rangers. You want to be the Power Rangers. We don't need this crap. What else is here? Nothing. There's nothing else. That's no, it. no, no. Yeah, let's just fast. Like, CG battle, ugly. No one cares. Well, the end. All right, fine, fine. Well, well, one last thing for the road to say goodbye with this movie. The way they kill Ivan Ooze is that Ivan Ooze is now like 10,000 feet tall. They get him to go into outer space. The Power Rangers plan is to get a comet to collide with Ivan Ooze. Now, if you weren't paying attention at the beginning of this movie, you'd probably have some questions here like, Where did this comet come from? How do they know it would be there? Yeah. What is going on here? I had those exact questions. Well, if you fast forward to the very beginning of the movie, five minutes in, that stupid little kid that's running around at the end of this movie, he goes up to Tommy, the White Ranger, after he lands from his skydiving, and in the quickest, most throwaway piece of crap line ever, he says, Oh, wow! Haley's Comet is coming in two days. Remember that? No, I don't remember that. Don't worry, I didn't either, but Joel brought it back for me. He says it within 10 microseconds, right? Yeah, he had like this throwaway eight-word line that lasted two seconds and never again is mentioned. And that's never mentioned pivotal, again. Pivotal plot point of It's so movie. weird because like the dad is like, hey, Tommy, the observatory's got new life. Thanks, bro. What are you talking about? I don't <laughs> well, know. Maybe... It was a fundraiser for the observatory, wasn't it? Hell if I know. I th- that I picked up on. Pretty sure that's what it was. Okay, great. But great. I missed the comet discussion. But yeah, I-, I didn't understand. I was like, where did this come from? When was this comet established in this movie? I had no idea. Well, Ivan Ooze is attacking them in outer space. They're trying to throw him into this comet and it looks like he's going to overpower them. But luckily, just like in a nuclear reactor or on any type of large piece of machinery, they have an emergency break in case of emergency glass, but that they can shatter and hit and it'll do a super secret, super powerful move. Joel? So the Yellow Ranger, who five minutes earlier said, it's time to boogie with the bear. She <laughs> she punches this emergency <laughs> kill switch and you think that maybe a self-destruct sequence would activate or I was hoping. A, a top secret missile would fire or laser beam. Nope. <laughs> Instead, Power Rangers rip a page from Bob Saget in America's Funniest Home Videos, and the Megazord robot does a quick nut shot to Ivan Ooze, knees him in the balls, he screams and goes, Aah! I didn't know Ooze monsters had testicles, but okay, whatever. He screams in pain, flies backwards, and falls right into the comet and explodes. The end. This movie was extra crap. Yeah, as far as TV shows turn into movies, we can all agree this is no X-Files fight future. Sure isn't. Okay. The truth is out there, Joel. Yeah, it is. Okay, let's find out what the real critics have to say about this movie. Noisy and meant for children only, a bored grown-up's only consolation is that the ranger's popularity has probably peaked and the next kitty phenomenon must be on the way. Don't even think about what it will cost. Corinne James, New York Times. Whoa, she's predicting the rise of Pokemon. What depresses me inutterably is that children who are fresh and inquisitive will go to this movie and for 88 minutes, the movie will do what it can to deaden their imaginations. 
Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun-Times. And finally, these are the same performers who appear on the TV show, and you get the feeling this has become more than a meal ticket for them. Hokey dialogue is invested with an intensity that takes you out of the movie and into the psyches of the actors. Make LaSalle, San Francisco Chronicle. Okay guys, this movie currently holds a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes, but is it really that bad? This movie is way worse than a 45%. It should be like 20%, 16%. There's nothing redeeming about it. There. The acting is non-existent. There's no plot. The special effects are the worst I've ever seen. And an extra middle finger at me, the viewer, they're, they're just trying to sell me toys the entire movie. They don't even care to, to write a coherent plot or line in this movie. Oh, it's horrible. The entire time, I kept thinking, if I was a little kid, would I like this? I think I might have found it entertaining, but I probably would have rather preferred to just go see some type of animated movie. I mean, I can watch a Disney animated movie and it's it's good. It's enjoyable. This is just unbearable. I'm going to give it a solid one out of five. For me, yeah, it's that bad. I'm going to be a little more lenient on this. I'm going to give it a two out of five. I am one of the last people you'll ever hear say that a movie's so bad it's good, but I think this might be one of those movies for me. This was really bad, but I kind of enjoyed watching it. It was funny. Some of those fight scenes were just so ridiculous. I had to laugh at them. And there's something to that, I guess. It was enjoyable on some level. And I think for little kids, this probably is a good movie. I'm sure little kids today probably still watch this thing. Okay, as for me, it's really that bad. I lean towards the Kevin side of this argument. I'm going to go with a two out of five as well, because yeah, there is a lot of junk in this movie, specifically the stuff in the first half, that it's just so ridiculous. You, you, you have to laugh at it. It's just so over the top and stupid. And, you know, as far as the Power Rangers are concerned, they were not my favorite of this kind of genre. I mean, there was a lot of this kind of stuff going on back then. There was Big Bad Beetleborgs, Knights of Tyrannog, VR Troopers, my favorite, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. They were all way better than this, I thought. So seeing this movie, for me, it's a blast to the past. So it has that little piece of nostalgia. But the fact that half the cast is different kind of muddles it for me, which is a shame. But yeah, yeah, this movie's so stupid, it, it is funny. But the question is, is this worth seeing? If you've never seen anything Power Rangers related in your entire life, stay away from this. Just don't even look twice at it. But if you watched this stuff when you were young, yeah, check it out. It's worth seeing. You'll find one or two laughs in it, maybe? Okay, let's read some listener mail. Corey writes in and says, this is Corey from the Yeah, It's That Bad Australian subdivision. I am so excited that you guys are reviewing the Power Rangers movie. I am a film student in Sydney, and I hate to admit it, but this is the film that seeded my passion for filmmaking. When I was a kid, I was a huge Power Rangers fan. I had the costumes, the toys, even the trading cards. I saw the live stage show and took karate lessons. So when I heard that they were making a movie, I almost died with excitement because they were making it in my own backyard. That's right, Sydney became the backdrop for Angel Grove. With the help of my brother, I got on set, met the actors, and fell in love with filmmaking. Just last month, I saw a copy of the movie on DVD at the supermarket for $5, and even though I was so embarrassed, I picked it up and bought it. Naturally, the checkout chick was smoking hot, making me (laughs) want to pick up a tourist judge and kill myself. But at the end of the day, I have this film in my collection and every time I see it, I get a huge smile on my face because without this film, I could be stuck in a boring 9 to 5 instead of experiencing the world film magic. Thanks for the laughs and best to Kevin's parents. Have a good one. Lori writes in and says, Hi, gents. Love your latest podcast as always. And I want to comment on Michelle Rodriguez. If you Google her pictures, she's really gorgeous when she smiles, in my opinion. Hollywood casting agents don't know what to do with her as there are no other famous Hispanic actresses to model Rodriguez after. And don't say Jennifer Lopez because 
because she's a singer. So Rodriguez gets roles that resemble the only true badass and memorable Hispanic female character film, PFC Jeanette Vasquez from Aliens. Yeah, and we all know the actress playing Vasquez was not Hispanic, but it explains why her roles involve guns, fatigues, and acting tougher than most of the guys. Cheers, Lori. Mm. Uh, Charlie written and says, Hey guys, it's been a while since my last email about Kevin's football taste and Joel's BSG taste. Hope you guys are doing well after the hurricane because my older sister lives in Rhode Island and she told me how rough the last few days and weeks were. Anyway, just want to ask one question for all you guys. Who is your favorite musician? Pick five. <laughs> Mine are Blur, Nine Inch Nails, Keen, Killers, Gorillas. Love the podcast, guys. Keep up. Well, it's funny you bring up Hurricane Sandy. Because we just recently recorded After Dark episode where we recounted our tales of woe. Yeah, heartbreaking stuff. Yeah. Real serious. <laughs> yeah, but Martin broke down and cried. We had to hold him close. <laughs> where would you be able to get that episode, though? <laughs> Nowhere yet. <laughs> <laughs> in the future. Yeah, in the future. Well, if that's the case, keep an eye out for a premium podcast that's going to have, uh, yeah, it's that bad, Sandy Tales. There you go. Okay, favorite musicians? Uh, this is not, this is not hard for me. Yeah, there you go. I-, I wonder if the listeners can guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tool's probably my favorite band. Nine Inch Nails is definitely up there. Um, I do like Blur also. I'm not going to give five. Oh, uh, I like The Killers, Coldplay, The Shins. Eh, I don't have an answer to this question. What do you think of that? Uh, just, 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 just default. Just be say, honest, Joel. Just, just, just get it out there. <laughs> just yeah, get just, it out there. Just, just say. No one's going to judge you for your, your love of Adele and Beyonce. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, I can't even think of anything. I listen to You're indie. always listening to Call Me Maybe. That is my favorite of all time. <laughs> Rebecca Black Friday, the best. You 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 love Coffee House indie, right? Yeah, I listen to a bunch of indie crap, which I'm not even going to bring up here. Yeah, you, okay. you love Grizzly Bear. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, and finally, Gary writes in and says, Dear Joel, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell, my email, and my home phone at the bottom. I sent two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. There probably was a problem with the post office or something. Sometimes I scribble the addresses too sloppy when I jot them. But anyways, what's been up, man? How's your podcast? My city got hit by Sandy too, but not as bad as you. If I have a daughter, guess what I'm a caller. I'm going to name her Jolita. I heard about Kevin's family too. I'm sorry. I had a family member whose house got hit hard by a storm once. I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm your biggest fan. I even got the after dark shit you did with Martin. <laughs> 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 I got a room full of head drop posters of you, man. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you get this. Get me back just to chat. Truly yours, your biggest fan. It's just really yours, Gary. That was great. Well, there you go. That's, that's pretty good. That's really good. Whenever we can bring up Stan. That's a win. That's a win for everybody, right? Yep. Yeah, that was a home run. That was awesome. Okay, thanks for those emails, guys. If you want to contact us, you can reach us at yeahitsthatbad at gmail.com. Okay, now it's time for the question of the week. And the question of the week is, what is the best movie that's based on a TV show? Head on over to yeahitsthatbad.com. Leave a comment on this episode's page with your answer. Okay, now it's time to announce next week's movie. And this next movie is a gift from heaven. Is it? Or is it? 
is it? The soundtrack isn't. We're gonna watch the highly controversial 2009 film adaptation of Zack Snyder's Watchmen. I mean, this, this is the movie that destroyed friendships, families. It really did. Yeah. It completely altered my movie-going habits. Completely. Mine as well. It just changed the world. This very important movie in my movie-going career. This was a game-changer for me also. I, that. Joel, Joel warned me. I didn't listen. This is one of those movies that even though it's like rated fresh, it's right on the cusp of freshness and it's highly dubious and extremely contested oh, yeah. by movie fans worldwide. Okay, tune in next week when we'll be reviewing Watchmen. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Those five-star reviews really do help out the show. Please help spread the word of the show to all your friends by liking us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash yeah, it's that bad. We almost have 2,000 likes, Kevin. That many people are in your good graces? Yeah. If you haven't clicked that like button, then you're dead to me. <laughs> don't even look at me. I don't want to hear it. Still listen to us, though. Yeah, still listen. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, and, and absolutely buy. Buy our <laughs> buy, premium, buy our premium content pod. located at yesatbad.bandcamp.com. You can listen to the show on all your mobile devices via Stitcher. You can get that at stitcher.com. And don't forget, you can still vote for this show for the 2012 Podcast Awards in the Best Film category. That's at podcastawards.com. Okay, thanks for listening. See you next time. You know what? Just like Nicolas Cage had the season of the witch, I think we might get to the season of one line. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>